0: WBSM's big gun, Tim Weisberg.
1: And welcome back. Our number two of the program. And if you missed... The discussion in the first hour with Alia Cusolito and Bella Doyle, the two students from Old Rochester, who gave us a student's perspective of what's been going on in the schools and uh, their side of all the controversy that uh, you've been hearing about here on WBSM for months now is now available as podcast. I pushed that out just a few moments ago, so it might take a few minutes for it to start showing up. In your podcast feeds and on WBSM.com, on the WBSM app and wherever you get your podcasts from, Amazon Music, Apple Music, Spotify, all of those places, you'll be able to get this and hear it. And Phil's going to be playing clips of it uh, in his newscasts for the rest of the day. So, uh, But you can hear that interview in its entirety wherever you get your podcasts from and at WBSM.com and on the app. Uh, We'll take your phone calls in reaction to that. And I will read your app chat messages that came in during it. Again, it was just recorded. So I didn't have a chance to take any phone calls during the hour because as you can hear, you know, we came up just against it. I'm actually kind of proud of myself because I didn't run over. I planned it out (laughs) actually kind of well. So that's, it's a first time for everything. And you know, there's gotta be an exception to the rule of Tim screwing up the clock. So uh, we'll talk more about that, but I just, a couple of quick things that I want to point out. Uh, One, Barry has a couple of great articles up at WBSM.com and on the app, including one in which he takes a look at, since there is a new administration in the Bristol County Sheriff's Office, he wanted to check in to find out what's going on with the Shamet Diner, which was donated by Phil and Celeste Pallelogos to be used for inmate training. The Sheriff's Office has been unable to get the grant funding to be able to get that rolling. So Phil has basically said, you know, if you're not going to use it, give it back to us so that we can find another organization that would be able to put it to use. So excuse me, you can read more about that uh, in Barry's article. He also has a look back at the 20 year anniversary of the demolition of the original Normandin junior high. So you can check that out. And Phil has a piece that uh, is really kind of catching fire with folks uh, about big Al and his homeless situation. So you can read that and find out a little bit more about what's been going on. And people have been calling in and saying, I heard big Al Is living in a motel. What's going on with that? So, the whole story is up now at WBSM.com and on the app. And uh, Senator Mark Montigny, because of the efforts of Chris McCarthy, you know, letting him know about Big Al's situation, is now working on helping out Big Al. But it is indicative of a larger issue. You know, through no fault of his own, Big Al found himself homeless and in a situation that could happen to anybody. And uh, now he's having trouble finding a place to be able to live permanently. So you can read more about that at WBSM.com and on the app. And you can comment on these stories on our Facebook page. All right, let's get into the phone calls and the app chat messages. Oh, and one other thing, too. The Celtics just named Joe Missoula the permanent coach of the Boston Celtics. I think that was a foregone conclusion. Best team in the NBA. Uh, He's doing a great job. So uh, I'm not surprised that they named him the head coach. I actually am surprised that it took this long. You know, on the eve of the All-Star game, when he's going to be the All-Star team coach, let's uh, let's get him <laughs> named the, the head coach so that he's not an interim head coach on the national stage. Um, but anyway, so congratulations to Joe Missoula, Local Connections. All right, 508-996-0500. You are next on WBSM.
2: Good morning. How are you? You did a good job. Thank and you. Didn't in that time. Um, those girls were well, well-spoken well and well-versed in what they wanted to say. I think they need to listen to the, the kids on Young adults a little bit more often um, my from my experiences, a lot of people don't listen to them their parents don't even listen to them, and they need an outlet like that and that girl the was alia alia yep she spoke very well on her on that situation um, I just feel that people need to listen to them a little uh, a little bit more. I did read the article that was in the newspaper that was similar to what they talked about this morning. Mm -hmm. And um, I thought the same thing with them, but they need an outlet also. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a cheerleader for them. And the other one, the other little girl, Bella, the, um, the racism thing, when she said it, she didn't encounter it until she got into the higher grades. Young kids don't see color that way. They just see other kids that they play with and they go to school with. And, and I don't think it matters to them that much what what anybody's color is. It's just somebody else. And maybe people will think that's wrong of me to say that, but...
1: And, and, and you know, I do think there's some degree of when it comes to high school that kids say things... In high school, that they that doesn't necessarily represent what they believe. No. They say it to be funny. They say it to be edgy. They don't realize that it hurts. But I think that right. we are we're seeing a, a a shift in that. That you know, I, I used to say things to my friends when I was in high school that would be things you wouldn't want to pick on people for now. And you know, uh, there's a lot of people that say, "Well, we should just go back to those days when you could you know bust on people and right. and nobody took it personally." But I don't know that people didn't take it personally when I did it. You know, when yeah. when when kids called me Jew boy when I was in school. I didn't oh. like it, you know. I'd laugh it off with them, but uh, inside I would be like, "What? What the hell are you picking on me for?" First of all, I'm not even Jewish, yeah. and, and and second of all, what does that have to do with anything? There's there's many other things you can pick on me for that um, that aren't something that I can't control.
2: Right. I I'll, I'll, today my daughter. I'll say something, and my daughter will say, "You don't say that." I said, "But we used to say it before. It didn't mean anything." But don't say that today. Yeah. Because my daughter's my daughter's out there. She knows, she's a teacher.
1: And, and, and people, you know, that are opposed to this say, well, of course, you know, that's that's just wokeness ruining this country. No, it's not. It's actually uh, consideration for other people finally being brought into the conversation.
2: Right. And I mean, in the books in the library, like like uh, Alia said, they don't want it in the library, and they've made it, they're going to make it a bestseller now because they've made so, so much of it. Kids are going to go out and try to get it somewhere else, like on, on Amazon, like she said, or go to a regular library and put in a uh, an audit to get it yeah I mean if they had left these things I'm of that mind if they leave things alone you bring it out you say something let it go it usually dies down and they it doesn't make a big thing out of it like they've made now I,
1: I've, I've heard I've read interviews that the book Gender Queer would have normally been kind of like you know this little niche publication that because of all the controversy went on the New York Times bestseller list so well that's what they've
2: done <laughs> right <laughs> but the, the kids are gonna the kids are gonna find out what they want to find out especially today with all these with uh the um electronic devices and stuff like that they'll they'll find out what they want to find out
1: yeah so. and, and that's a, that's the point that i've been making all along i i'm sure kids are reading these books without ever having to step into the library to do right. so
2: right oh i would i would think i think so also I mean, I, I dealt with kids at uh, high school age for 17 years, not as a teacher or anything, but just in the school system. And uh, they're not dumb. People just don't. People take it for granted. They're not, they're not paying attention to things, but they pay attention to more than you know. So that's my two cents for today.
1: All right. Well, but thank think, you for the call.
2: In general, I think parents need to listen to their children more. Put those phones down and talk to your kids when they come home. Talk to them when
1: they come from school or wherever they've been. If they want to talk to you, you need to talk to them and listen. It, uh, to me, that's the biggest thing. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. 508-996-0500. And I thought that was one of the interesting parts that came out of the conversation that I had with Alia and uh, and Bella is that these issues with uh, that are being presented as issues with the trans kids, LGBTQ plus kids, uh, are not real issues to the kids to the people who were there and Alia being the president of the, uh, GSA, she, the gay state, gay straight Alliance. She would be somebody that, or I'm sorry, they would be somebody that would, um, be aware of those incidents and would be aware of any issues. And it seems like that's the case there. There, there just aren't as many issues as are being portrayed. The, and and I'm getting a lot of phone calls and app chat messages, uh, saying that I'm unfairly going after Joe Pyers. Well, Joe Pyers made himself the spokesperson for these issues, so Joe Pyers is the person whose arguments are the ones that have been made. So I am going to, uh, you know, put myself into the position of talking about the points that he made, and it's not it's not any besmirching of Joe Pyers. It's just the things that he said are being countered by the things that the students are saying because he's the only ones he's the only one that's said it publicly. He's the only one that's been on the air here on WBSm multiple times talking about it. He's the one that's quoted in the newspaper article. He's the one that's made himself the spokesperson for this issue. So I'm not impugning his character. I just don't think that the statements that he are saying that he's saying are as black and white as he makes them seem. It it, it turns out now that he was completely incorrect on the bathroom issue, uh, saying that uh, a a girl told him that she can't use the single-person, non-gender-affiliated bathroom because using that would make her late to class. As the students pointed out, they're not allowed to use the restrooms at all in between classes. So if she really does need to use the restroom. She can just use that sign-out system they have, go to the bathroom that makes her feel the most comfortable, and return to class. And if somebody looked at the amount of time she was gone for, as long as it was a reasonable amount of time to go from the, that classroom to that restroom and then back again and use the restroom at the same time, nobody's going to question that. And if she, if they did and she said, I just feel more comfortable going to that restroom, I think it would be a very dangerous situation for a a teacher or administrator to say, well, I don't know if I believe you. So I I, I think that that argument falls apart. I don't blame Joe Pyers for that. He doesn't well, I mean, maybe I do. Maybe he could have just asked the same questions I did. And that's the biggest problem with this is, you know, I I got yelled at by a caller during the segment that called in that I don't know all the facts. Well, but I've asked the questions and I think people are standing up against this issue without asking the questions, without having read the books that are involved, or know, know anything about the books that are involved. Without, I reached out to the library. I asked the librarian. I asked questions about how the books ended up in the library, what the process is. I haven't heard back yet. Um, I reached out to uh, the head of the school committee. The chair of the school committee to find out, you know, what was the process for putting these books into circulation and all of that, because there is a letter that's being circulated around that says that the uh, books that were donated by Tri Town Against Racism and then put into the school library were done so illegally by Massachusetts state law because they didn't go before the school committee. And if that's if that's the case, if that's the truth, put them before the school committee. It, it seems to me that. A majority of the school committee is not on board with these arguments that are being made they're just going to get passed into the library anyway but they're going to be done so in the proper way Five zero eight 996 let's take some calls good morning you're next on wbsm
3: good morning i just want to know out the fact that first i feel for these children um on both sides and secondly you keep singling out one school committee member that is trying to do his job and listen to both sides. You make it like this person brought every single ounce of this to attention on his own agenda. it he- first came to light from two parents that went to a meeting last year and voiced a complaint, and he is the only one that has come forward to try to come to a common ground. Secondly So he's made himself the spokesperson you're not
1: these you're books- not do you're not doing the same thing you did to me on the phone before where you just keep talking without letting me respond. The as I pointed out, he made himself the spokesperson for these topics, for these issues. So if you are going to be the spokesperson for it, you are going to be the person whose statements we are going to break down, analyze, and possibly refute. So he made that choice by putting himself out there as the public face of this. If those parents want to call into the radio station and make those same claims, I will then take their statements and discuss those statements as well.
3: And oh, you're frankly, still going. I think Joe Pye should go... It's press charges against you for being so one-sided. You don't know this man at all. <laughs> do you know how agenda. the law works?
1: He's a public figure. I do figure.
3: know how the law works. I do. In eighteen and over is for eighteen and over. The authors themselves said, themselves said it was for children, uh, not for children under eighteen. No, the author, these author didn't kids say that. Can have access to these books by in a public library, but the public libraries refuse the books, and you have it quite backwards. If you if you want, the, wh- to so see, where where's where's your, your minute, proof that the public library... No, no. Your words, excuse me, with all due respect, your words were, All due
1: respect now after you wouldn't let me say anything you, before?
3: That, no, I'm not going to let you say anything because you cut me off. You, uh, don't you know, I can just press the button and it, take you know, off, off the air if I want you. to, so. You could take me off the air if you want to, and I don't have to listen to your show. Uh, uh, because I, that's what there are a lot I, of no, parents that are concerned about the books and you people like you like minded people like you only want to listen to one side whereas this one school committee member all we've heard is, is one listening side to both sides. that is not true so he's that listening he's listening either. to both sides it's been in the newspapers it's been on the radio they go and they cancel meetings and put on new meetings where they can have all their own people talk those young kids they're teaching these kids to be bullies the two young girls that spoke today were very well spoken I've seen them at the meeting, but at the last meeting when they all wanted to single out one school committee member, there were young girls in that front row laughing and staring people from the other side down, learning to be bullies. That is not a school (sighs) committee system that is looking out for students. They
1: have people that that are standing up and saying we want to remove the only book that has representation of who you are from the library, but the kids are the ones that are the bullies. Nobody
3: said remove the book. They they want the books to have... Oh, come on. You know they want the books out. ...without legal... Without any legal, uh, f- without following any legal protocol. So let me ask you a
1: question. What happens if it is put before the school committee, whether or not to have those books in the library and the school committee votes to allow them to be in there? Will you just accept that decision? If,
3: that, if, that's, if that's the case, they follow protocol, but they didn't follow protocol. Okay, well, so I say let's do it. And let's talk realistically, okay? You have it back, asked backwards by saying that you're going to give the kids permission not to have, you're not going to give the kids permission for the parents that don't want it. Why not get the permission from the guidance office for the students that need it? Nobody that's opposed to the books is saying, get rid of the books. They're saying, let's have a discussion, an adult conversation on the matter, and come to a common ground. There are some states that don't have the books. There are some states that say, okay, you can have the books with permission. So if that student doesn't want to go to their parent, go to the guidance office. That's what guidance office is for. But I'm sorry. Some of these kids in high school—they entered high school at what, 13 years old? Those books are way, way too advanced. It, it, it's not. Did, just you, did you read the book? Graphic photos. It's literally, it's literally. It, it says in some of the pages how to use self-app tips. Do you really? that's, that's that that falls into category. Did you read the book? Yes, I did read the book. Because I've totally read it, read and I don't,
1: I don't see it as being anything that's not negative. Sure I think opinions. it's important for kids I, that you age. You have
3: a parent in the school system. There are people on t Tow that don't even live in Pine Do you live in the school system? Go fight the battle for your school. There, there are a thousand people, people that have called into the station kids. about
1: this issue that don't that on your side that don't live in the school, in the school system either. But because they that agree with you, that's okay. True.
3: Every signature we got. Was I'm talking in about the tri-town. phone calls when we have received on this station. They were getting signatures from other towns outside of the Tri-Town. The people who have so, called again, in and anointed Joe
1: Pyers as a saint don't live in Tri-Town. But that's okay.
3: You, you want to put words in my mouth? Nobody ever said that. And they never called Joe a saint. You have a personal vendetta against Joe. And quite frankly, that's scary.
1: Okay. That's well, scary. I've given you enough time. You I'm going to move on to some not other a callers.
3: And I want to listen to your show. Okay. You're not a so person I, I want I listening know there to my are show. People listening. The problem is some people are afraid to call in. And some people are afraid to speak up because of the world we live in. Yeah, and nobody. Like you don't help it. I'm no. going to hang up on you now because you're not.
1: <laughs> Got to be faster than that. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
3: I'm on
4: now? You are, yes. Oh, hi. Yes, I do live in the Tri-Town. Okay. And um, yes, I have been trying for quite some time. Let's go back to October with some issues related to these books. Okay. Um, I mean, I listened to the two young ladies. I heard them the other day at the school committee. I've been going faithfully to our school committee meetings. We've been trying to get on an agenda with the school committee. They will not allow us to. We can speak at a school committee meeting, but we get no answers to questions. So yes, Joe has tried very hard to work with everybody. We, I sent a complaint to Desi I got nothing back except for it to go back to the district. This is back in October. Mm-hmm. There's now been a complaint by someone else about 10 books. Everybody talks about genderqueer. Have you looked at Let's Talk About It? Have you looked at Push? I, I've, many I've, more. I've read synopses of
1: the other books. I, I unfortunately There's haven't disgusting. gotten into the novels.
4: I was embarrassed. I'm, pre, I'm, I'm, an, I'm a senior citizen. I was embarrassed to bring what I made copies of to the desk at the library because of the photos in that library, in that, in that book. I mean, all we want to do is talk about it and let us let parents have a little bit of say. They will not allow us. It's like there's a commander at these meetings. I've been to several of them. I have. I've spoken up. And the other thing that we talked about was she said, oh, yeah, go out and vote for your school committee members. Well, when you see on social media spouses of other school committee members putting horrible things on there about other school committee members because they think differently and even one of the school committee members herself spreading an article that was calling names of the other school committee members two of them is that right when they say they're supposed to be working as a team i mean unfortunately everybody
1: Unfortunately, I've
4: lived in this town over 30 years I've never seen
1: this going on Unfortunately those social media battles like that happen And it's, it, it, yeah. is, it is disgusting That shouldn't happen That shouldn't be the place for I mean you can yeah. have discussions in those groups But it shouldn't be the place for attacks Because all that does is lead to everybody else in the group attacking And then you don't get to really talk about the issue but And that's, it
4: does Tim it really, um, But when you're a school committee, committee member I feel like you You know like I feel like you can't do those things you shouldn't be doing that. You shouldn't be spreading those kind of things on social well, yeah, media. yeah, and
1: you, you have to have a different level of, yes. um, uh, behave, uh, you know, a different level of decorum uh, when yes, you're dealing with the that's the way
4: I feel. Like, there's things you just don't do. Uh, y- y- you don't, you know? So when they say we need to work together, I, I sit there and I'm like, you not working together. It's us against them, but it shouldn't be that way. It makes me sad. It's like how can people be – how did this all get to the point about we were looking at sexually explicit books wanting to be a topic on an agenda so we could come up with a plan? Could there be like an approval by parents? Could there be – whatever the discussion might be, they will not they – will not allow us it's it's really and i like i say this is since october i've gone to several meetings (laughs) tried to discuss things but you don't get answers back they don't that's not the way our school committees work so you can't even get into a discussion you know i can talk about what's being even promoted in a classroom at one of uh, one of the teachers what they've done in one of the classrooms do you know tim i've tried to get an answer from the principal And the superintendent, three times, they just do not respond to me at all. And one other thing I just wanted to say was that, no, those books were never approved by the school committee. And there's a policy that says you're supposed to approve any donated books. So totally against policy. So, yeah, we are looking for a spokesman. We're looking for everybody to maybe come together. That's just my spiel.
1: All right. Well, thank you for the call. Okay. Thank have you. Have a good day. You and, and and see, we can be on opposite sides of the issue and still have a discussion about it, a rational discussion. Uh, and, and very important there is that, you know, we allowed each other to speak, which, you know, and, and, and I'm sorry, like if if, if you feel that I'm personally attacking Joe Pyers. He's the person that is the face of this. He is the person that I'm, that is making these statements. I don't have anybody else's name to mention in terms of these uh, these uh, statements being made. And as, as far as I'm concerned, that's part of the discussion. Like, nobody ever would calls in and says, well, you're being unfair to, to, to Linda Morad. You're being unfair to Brian Gomes. You're being unfair to Ian Abreu when I'm talking about the city council. I mean, everybody wants to complain about how overly sensitive people are about things. I mean, a little bit overly sensitive to say you can't question the statements of a publicly elected official. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break. We'll take more of your calls, and I will get into the app chat messages. We'll be right back.
0: New Bedford's News Talks.
3: I don't mind.
1: In, and uh, you know part of the discussion here that we are missing is you know if you listen to alia and bella and what they're talking about the kids don't think this is nearly as big of a deal as the adults do no kid has read this book in school first of all i doubt how many of them have actually checked it out of the library because why check it out of the library and have a record of that if you could just download it from the public library with your sales account or buy a uh, That's S-A-I-L-S, you know, the library network. You can read it. You can read it online for free. That's how I read it. Um, Or they can order it off Amazon or whatever it is without any adult knowing that they're reading it. Uh, But I don't think this book is, you know, suddenly turning kids into sexual deviants. Let me give you just a few other titles of books that people have tried to ban over the years, uh, such as The Great Gatsby for language and sexual references in the book. How about books like uh, let me see what other ones have sexual issues in them. Books such as uh, To Kill a Mockingbird uh, is looked at as promoting racism. Uh, let's see. The Color Purple, which of course has sexual and social explicitness. Uh, let's see. Uh, Beloved by Toni Morrison. We know if you've ever read that, there are some very challenging scenes in that. Uh, Lord of the Flies. And like, okay, like we don't want a kid to see two people trying to figure out how they best want to love each other and, and and have an identity as to, you know, how they see themselves. But we, it's okay to read a book about kids that kill each other. 1984 by George Orwell contains ex- explicit sexual material. Uh, but these are all books that are on the high school reading lists. But because those promote quote-unquote normal sexual interactions, nobody has a problem with it. And before you call in and say, "Oh, but, but, genderqueer is a graphic novel and it has visual depictions of pornography," it it doesn't. It's been wrongly suggested that it shows two boys performing oral sex on each other, and I'll, I'll be a little bit graphic with the description, but it's two females, two people who are are identifying as female, and you know part of their gender identity is part of the story, but they are using um, sexual aids that somebody might strap on to themselves. If you get what I'm saying to simulate that. And if you think that any kid age 13, what 14, whatever kid is in a, in a high school library, doesn't know what that act looks like, that there's some innocent baby that needs to be protected from this, take away their phones, take away their access to the computer. Because they're seeing far worse and actual real depictions of that on the internet every day. You know, when you want to go to a porn website and it asks you, "Are you you 18 or over?" I just want you to know that you can lie and click yes when you're not. So this this moral outrage of it being in the library speaks to first of all, it's not pornography. It's not. It's a visual depiction of a sexual exploration, but there's no genitalia shown. There's no penetration shown. And it's not presented in a way that it's supposed to be like, hey, kids, we're encouraging you to go out and do this. And uh, I hate to tell you, but your kids have probably either done it or thought about it. So why not have them learn the emotional connection that should be required with that as opposed to it just being a meaningless act, which is what the point of that book and and those depictions are about. Let me get into some of the app chat messages here uh, because a number of them have come in. Uh, Let's see. So uh, this comes from Dave in Swansea, who says, yeah, these kids don't have an agenda. And then I wrote back, well, so do the people on the other side of it. He wrote, that's my fault. I was under the impression you were going to speak to random students, not the activists. That would have been a short conversation, though, I guess. Well, because random students aren't informed of the situation and don't want to come out and speak about it. Why would they? Why wouldn't it be the activists? It's not the common average parent that's pushing this either. It's people who have an agenda to get these books. Uh, you know, I say remove. They say just examined and, and voted on. But come on, we all know what the the real reason here is, is they keep saying that they don't belong in the school. So you think that if they vote on it and they decide to put them in the library because the school committee votes for it, do you think that ends the issue? No. Um, let's see. Can't wait till Barry comes on and smashes this whole stupid interview. Sure. Uh, T biz says, thank you for the interview, Tim. We've been hearing nothing but angry adults on the topic. I'm glad to hear from the perspective of those issues of those, these officials issues, issues affect the most. Uh, let's see, Mr. New Bedford. So Tim, how do you feel about the ratings on movies and music? PG 13. If kids can go ahead and read books like that in school, why can't they just watch the movies also? Again, I go back to the point that they do. If they want to see those films they don't have to go to the movie theater and buy a ticket. And and first of all PG-13 they don't they don't keep you out if you're under 13. That's parental guidance suggested if you are 13. It is not a requirement. An R rating is a restriction. So an R rating means that they should keep you out if you are, I think it's under 17. So that's That's something that they are supposed to. I can tell you that when I was a kid, you could go to R-rated movies, and I'm sure you can today. But what kids are going to the movie theater when they want to see one of those movies anyway? They're just downloading them off the internet. Um, Let's see. Noah in New Bedford. I'm going to click on this because I know it was a couple of different sentences. Uh, Let's see. Bring people. uh, Let's see. Wow, there's there's a lot to unpack here. Noah. All right, when this first started going on, I asked my 15-year-old nephew who goes to ORR, and he had no idea what I was talking about. None of this was a big deal until ignorant adults made it an issue. I doubted he even knew where the library was. Also, please tell me and point to a teenager that doesn't have a phone with internet access. You think they just can't pick up the phone and look at things a million times worse? Would they rather have them learning via the World Wide Web or a book in the school library? Like you said, the student said no one is forced to read the books. Seriously, Tim, it's a shame so many of your listeners are BS crazy. And I've been saying this to myself for a long time. I wish WBSM did a better job of using its platform to educate people more rather than just propagating ignorance, fear, and half-truths. Bring people on the show with experience that can actually provide insight and knowledge about issues like you are here. Uh, so I'm just going to skip ahead. Uh, I'm sure there are regular comic books, graphic novels that have way more sexually explicit content not to throw comic books under the bus. That is true. I mean, that there are ones out there that have more, and I think uh, Alia's point is a good one that they might, the, the, you know, the people who have against this, it might be because of the type of... Um, sexual interests that are, are being portrayed, not the actual graphics themselves. Uh, let's see. I've got a lot here. Let me take a quick phone call and then we'll take a break and read some more app chat messages. We'll get through them all by the end of the show. I promise. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
0: Big morning, Tim. Uh, speaking of being able to get things on your phone and on, uh, you know, the radio or at least in uh, radios that people play loudly. Uh, so a lot of the, uh, the, the popular music over the last uh, 10 years um w- will have liberal use of the n-word mm-hmm. in the lyrics right so you know so that's that's that that stuff is accessible i've been exposed to it even though i if i utter the word i'm going to get fired so uh speaking of ba- books though my favorite story of uh, mark twain of all time is a story called the tragedy of puddin head wilson mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're familiar with it.
1: Well, uh, I know I read it at one point, but I don't recall all the details.
0: It, it's, it's a brilliant story and um, it exposes racism for what it is. I mean, it's he's a, he's a very liberal guy, he wrote it in 1894, but a, a St. John's University professor taught the class a couple of years ago and was ultimately fired and, and the, the controversy came up because it uses the language of the time, the vernacular at the time. And, uh, you know, some students, you know, they weren't properly, uh, didn't get their proper uh, trigger warnings ahead of time. So, you know, this thing goes both ways about sensitivities.
1: Yeah, I mean, so- I, I think there's a way to present that if you are the teacher to say, hey, listen, just as a, an advanced warning, we're going to talk about this in the vernacular of the time and just know that that is not my... You know, my personal use of the word that is just me reflective of what is in the is in the copy. Well, because I, I, I mean, just I, th- I mean I personally think the, if you're gonna the have word a- exists right
0: and and it was in use. Well, and, and 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 the funny thing about Twain not funny the ironic thing is that Twain was exposing the 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 ludicrousness or that the the absolute um, idiocy of. Of treating people by the by, based on their race. I mean, it was and and to be triggered by that. It was like the lesson. <laughs> the lesson was one for all time. He was ahead of his time thinking that way. You know, he was expo- he was exposing what was wrong in America. But because it's a hundred years later or hundred and twenty years later, a, t- a teacher. But- Ultimately got fired for teaching. Well,
1: at the same time, if I was that teacher, I would say that at the beginning. And if somebody in the class said, you know, raise their hand and said, I personally would prefer that you didn't use that word when the time came, I would say, okay, fine. I don't have to make, you know, I can make reference to the word without having to use it. So if you do have an issue, I would take into account that it would uh, be an issue for somebody. So I think that that's just, that's just common decency of, of how to present that to somebody.
0: But, 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 but you, but. Do, you, do they uh, Is there a trigger warning on the, uh, on, and I don't know these books. I, I'm not, again, I'm not for banning books. I don't know what happened on ORR, but apparently some concerned parents and citizens are, are T.O.'d about it. Um, maybe they should have gotten a trigger warning from the uh, library at a time. I don't know. This is what we're going to put in the school just so you know it's there. Don't get upset. You don't have to look at it if you don't want to, but, you know, kind of the same thing, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, certainly it has to be discussed and, uh, you know, I'm all like people get so upset because they want to put a warning at the beginning of gone with the wind. And like, what, what, why does that hurt you? Like, show me on your body where the warning hurt you. Like, it's just, it's, 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 it's outrage. It's fake outrage. That's the way that I look at it. I got to hold you there though, just Thank because you. I got to take a break Bye. and uh, have a good day. I was looking at the clock here and of course the day that we're going to have, you know, people wanting to uh, sound off on a lot of things. That's when I'm going to not look at the computer and miss some of the breaks. So we'll take one. We'll be back in a few moments. No, here WB promise, including uh, some information uh, that I received from Joe Pyers. So we can bring that into the discussion uh, as well. Coming up in the next hour, but I have another break that I have to take to, to finish things off. And in the next hour, we'll get through all the app chat messages. We'll take more of your phone calls. And, uh, but before we do that, So I was, you know, I'm in a lot of restaurant groups on Facebook and I was reading some of the reviews last night because I had a really good meal last night uh, and I was going to go on and brag about it. And then I got wrapped up reading some of the reviews of barrels and boards Uh, on Valentine's Day. They had a Wagyu beef special and people were just raving about it. And I got to find out, I got to go to the marketplace and can I get some of that Wagyu beef in the barrels and boards marketplace. Cause you can get everything else that they serve in the kitchen there. You can get all the same meats and seafoods uh, that they serve in there. You can get it right there in the glass case to take home and prepare at home. But I don't know if they have any of the way left. So I, I want to find out about that. But if you go there, You can also get prepared meals ready to go too, which is key for me because I don't have a lot of time to cook stuff up anyway. I like to get those prepared meals, throw them in the oven for a little bit to heat them up. I now started throwing them in the air fryer, which helps even more depending on what the meal is. And you can have a barrels and boards meal at home in just minutes. So head on over there, check out the marketplace. Unfortunately, some of these folks gave away my secret that you can get the candied bacon appetizer in a kit that you can make at home Now everybody's going to know about it. So if you see it there grab it, but get it before it's gone. I'm sure they'll put more out. Don't worry. Uh, but You can check that out and so much more, including frozen pizzas and all their signature flavors, and of course Montelio's desserts right there in the glass case for you to check out and take home. Barrels and Boards Marketplace. It's located right next to the restaurant on Route 138 in Rainham, right off Route 495, and just a little bit down the road from the end of Route 140 at the Taunton Green. Just go around about halfway, jump on 138, and it's just a few miles down the road from there. A nice drive, a great meal, and even better that you can take home so much of the quality products they use there and use them at home. Visit them online at barrelsandboardsma.com. That's barrels, the letter N, boardsma.com. It's Michael. A minute or so from the news, but when we come back on the other side, we'll talk more with you. 508 996 0500, or hit us up on App Chat on the WBSM app. Getting a ton of App Chat messages. We will read those when we come back. But uh, to the caller that had suggested that Joe Pyers should sue me, uh, because of defamation here, when I am uh, you know taking the statements that he has made and asking these students about them, uh, this this was sent to me via Phil, who received it from Joe Pyers. He says, "Tell Tim he's doing a great job. Great conversation from both sides of the issues. This is the dialogue that needs to happen at our school at our school and school board. Great, absolutely great. Proud of the students who spoke. Great courage." Again, that's a message directly from Joe Pyers. So uh, obviously he doesn't have an issue with these these discussions happening. So um, I don't think you need to be outraged uh, on his behalf. But it is, that is the problem. Is And I'm seeing the app chat messages, and we will address them. But people are saying like, oh, WBSM is really stooped to a low level. I'm sorry that you feel hearing an opinion that you don't agree with is stooping to some kind of a level. Now, stooping to a level, to me, would be only presenting one side of the issue and then just taking a whole bunch of calls from people that reiterate that same issue. To me, that's just pandering. So we're not going to pander here on this show. We're going to talk about the issues from all sides. We're going to do so logically. And we're going to do so respectfully. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger.